Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Auto Geek Game Club. My name is Steve Wilkinson, and with me as always is Phil Summers. Phil, how are you doing tonight? Fantastic, how are you? I'm doing good, that's great to hear that you're doing fantastic. <laughs> and of course with us is Randy Asanchek, uh, owner-editor of eldergeek.com. Randy, how are you doing tonight on this I'm fine good, evening? I'm from the butchering of my last name. Oh, did I just do it again? <laughs> I've been trying really hard. No, to, honestly, to... I have one of the worst. I have one of the worst last names to try to pronounce at all times. So don't worry about it. I've been listening to Elder Speak, and I've been, I've been like every time you say your name on Elder Speak, I, I try to emulate it like to myself. But after I hear it, because my I'll, my horrible I'll give everybody New the Jersey... phonetic, the the easy way to break it down. So if anybody wanted to like repeat my name in public, you know, make it a household name. It's it's broken down three ways. The first part is ya, as in like the slang for you. The sen is as though it's send without the D, and then the C-H-A-K is chalk, as in like almost like chalk on a chalkboard, but without the K. So, yasen chalk, accents on the second syllable. You've heard this your, you've heard this your whole life, obviously. Yasen yes chalk. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my, my horrible New Jersey accent, it just really makes it difficult. I, I Somewhere in the sen is where it falls apart for me, and then when I get to the chalk, I just, it's like hard to come back from that. <laughs> Yasenchak. I've been yeah, talking to you did. for months. I did it? Was that yeah. good? Okay. I, I will practice that for the next two weeks, and, and I will not screw it up again. <laughs> for, I've been talking to you for... It's fine. Well, I know, but I do our full, our full name, so, you know. And, and I've been talking to you for months now, so it seems kind of silly that I can't <laughs> pull it off. It's just uh, the the jersey in me. It's it's difficult at times. Let's whiz orbit up, baby. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so welcome back again to the Game Club. This is episode number 20. Uh, which is pretty awesome that, that we are now in the uh, the two O's. And this time around, we played the game Wizorb, uh, which is an indie title um, available on PC and also on Xbox Live Indie Games, uh, for those of you that are into Xbox Live Indie Games. <laughs> uh, and uh, Phil here is going to give us some information on the game. He did, he's done his homework, and he's going to give us some, uh, some, some backstory. Sure. All right. So it was developed by Tribute Games. Now, this is a new studio. Wizards their first game, uh, but it's made up of three team members and they're based out of Montreal. So they're former Ubisoft devs, and they may, they mainly did like um, like a lot of like licensed things, like um, a lot of GBA games, like the TMNT game and Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, which I actually played that before and kind of liked it. So it's kind of funny that. Like years later, I find out these are the guys that did it. It kind of it kind of makes sense. And they did Open Season, and of course they worked on Scott Pilgrim, which is where the the Star Wars thing kind of makes sense with that because it's also like a beat 'em up. Um, so it's made up of these three guys. Now I'm gonna butcher their names because as always, I <laughs> Steve and I Steve and I apparently can't pronounce names. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad that I'm not pronouncing the names right now. I'm, I'm glad. So uh, we have Jonathan Levine. I mean, this is basically. I th I'm pretty certain Tribute Games is mainly uh, probably like his baby. Um, so he actually did this other game I played. It's a freeware game called Ninja Sanky, which, by the way, go download that. It's free. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, he was the lead uh, lead design. He's the lead designer of Tribute Games. And then there's a uh, Jean. Um, Jeez, I heard. <laughs> Jean-Francois, John, I'm yes. going with Major, or Major. Yeah, Jean-Francois Major. He's the programmer. Then there is Justin 
Sire? Seer? Seer. I'm going with yeah. Seer. Justin One vote Seer. for Seer. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you if you if you just so happen to be listening, I am sorry, and you can come correct us with the uh, proper uh, pronunciation of your of with your the names. grammar correction back. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he uh, and Justin did the audio, additional graphics, and uh, that was that's his deal. And then not part, I guess, of the group. Um, they had uh, Jean Chan do the music, and Rob, I mean Paul Robertson. Uh, who they met through during Scott Pilgrim, he did the main character animation and the boss animation. Um, so there you have it. That is the team that made up Wizard. Now, Levine and Sire, they've known each other for about 10 years. They actually worked at Gameloft on all the like, black and white cell phone games that were, I think, programmed with like Java. Uh, so, you know, they've been doing this for a long while. And... You know, they did Wizard when they decided to form Tribute Games, and their plan th- with Tribute is they want to make a game a year. So Wizard they actually put together in a few months, but at the same time they were kind of building their company, so they're trying to find office space and you know th- figure out company things, I guess, uh, as they were making this game. So it was kind of uh, pr- like a very chaotic time for them, and they're a completely self-financed company, so it's you know there was no backer for Wizorb or anything like that. Uh, you know, this is, this is all them. And their company goal, it's it's not so much to innovate, but they want to make games kind of based around classic game design, the stuff they grew up on, the stuff we grew up on, uh, I think, as you can see, and stuff like Wizorb and Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and that's kind of what they want to do. And they want to have a bit of a modern edge to those types of games. And, you know, they love, like, pixel art, so I don't think... You know, I don't think their next game is going to be like some 3D thing. It's probably going to be pretty similar looking to stuff like Wizorb and Ninja Senki. That's my guess, anyway. Uh, so, Wizorb was first released on Xbox Live Indie Games on September, on September 28th, followed up by a Gamer's Gate and Desura release on November 7th, and then finally Steam on March 15th, and all the versions cost $3, so it's a cheap game. Apparently, after the Xbox release... They had a lot of fan feedback about the control, and then they actually tweaked it a little bit, and they updated the Xbox release, and I believe that release is what followed suit and came out on um, you know, PC. Uh, Wizard itself is a breakout-style block-breaking game. You know, There's a little paddle at the bottom of the screen, you're bouncing the ball back to break blocks. Uh, what makes it, I guess, uh, interesting is that it has like slight RPG elements where you kind of walk around like a town. Um in between stages. So that is Wizorb. And uh, a lot of this information, I, I feel like I should give credit. I found it through, um, usually my information I find, of course, on Wikipedia, but these guys, it was a little trickier. I found a nice article written by Patrick Klepek on Giant Bomb um, that had a lot of this info. I actually found, I wish I didn't write this one down, I found an interview with, um, I believe, Justin on another site, and he had a couple of uh, things that I, I jotted down here too. So. There you go. There is your Wizorb history. Very good. Very thorough. I tried. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's you know, I wanted to give background as you know, as always, I want to give background on them and what they've done, and you know, as much as I can get. So. So, what did you guys? Who who wants to take the reins here? Who and, and start off with their thoughts on Wizorb? If no one says cool. me, I'll go first. You go first, right. Steve. <laughs> Phil and I have been kind of battling back and forth as to who is going first the past couple episodes. And I just, you go and I, first. I just said so much. I need a glass. I need a drink of water. 
<laughs> uh, I understand. I usually just let you guys go for it, and then uh, I'll chime in. Um, uh, okay, what can I say about this game? Uh, I I liked it. I, I thought it was a, a cool idea. I definitely appreciate what they were going for um, with doing kind of an RPG that, that has, uh, like, breakout kind of gameplay in it. Uh, I thought that was kind of a really unique and interesting idea. Um, I thought the graphics and everything were really cool. I liked, you know, it, it has that great, it kind of reminds me a lot of, um, graphically of, uh, Jamestown, very mm. similar kind of look to it, even though, um, even though I guess Jamestown is more of like a 16 bit game and this is I more think, of an 8 bit era. I think based but, on the color um, count, I would say that this one was 16 bit inspired too. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. That's true. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a a really cool looking game. Um, I enjoyed the music. I, I felt like you know the little animations and everything were cool. I think I, for me, it might have been a little bit of a problem of perception as to what I expected the game to be. Yeah. Um, I was expecting a bit more RPG, and the breakout part being more of like the combat system. Yeah. For for as to like, yeah, to take the place of like random battle type you know like what would normally in a final fantasy game be like the turn-based battle mm-hmm. uh, i figured that maybe the breakout was going to be like kind of these quick short little um battle sequences where you played like that and then you continued on in the in the rpg um so i guess i was a little disappointed i don't know if disappointed is the right word but th- i i just kind of when I got into it and played it, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of a lot more than I thought when it comes to the breakout. And at times I felt like the pacing kind of like I, I played it in short chunks. I didn't finish the game. I, I only got a, a couple worlds into it. And, and I really, you know, I felt like it went too long at times in the breakout portions. And, and I wanted to get back to more of like an RPG kind of thing and see what was going on. Um, I also didn't really, and and this is my own fault for not going, I guess, maybe far enough in the game, but I didn't really feel like I understood what the motivation was or anything, or even if there was a motivation, if it was really just on a very superficial level, like just jump in and play the game and don't worry about what's going on. You mean as far as like a story? Yeah. There's a story to it. The game doesn't, I don't like think, force it down down your throat. I think there's like four kids that are kidnapped and... You know, you're you're finding them in each of those. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I missed something in the beginning, or I I don't know. It didn't. It didn't. Nothing really kind of grabbed me about that. So I just kind of, in my mind, it was just kind of like a fun breakout game that had like a fantasy theme to it. And I guess what I was expecting, like I said, was more of a a traditional kind of RPG that just used breakout as its combat system. Um, so <clears throat> I I played it. In spurts, you know, I would I would go so far on a level, and then you know, after a while though, it was just kind of like one breakout level after another, and and I just kind of started to get like uh, like I you know it's it's fun breakout, but it's not like so fun that I want to just keep playing and playing and playing. You know what I mean? I I, I don't mean that as like a dig against the game. It's just kind of my own personal preference. Um, I think uh, overall, like the quality of the game. The uh, the production that they put into it is is really nice, and for a three dollar game, I I can't say that you know any reason for anybody not to check it out. I I think it's definitely it's like a fun time killer, like for fifteen minutes here and there. But it's not something like I felt like compelled to sit down and play through the whole thing. Like I just had to you know get through world after world to see what was going to happen next. I guess if that the the best way I can sum it up for myself. Cool. 
Yeah, your your thoughts kind of almost they kind of almost just echo my thoughts. Like, I felt the same way. I, I went in there for some reason expecting a different type of game. I, I guess when I heard that there was RPG elements, that yeah, maybe the the breakout stages would be kind of like the fights, or it wouldn't. I guess the game is more breakout. I thought it'd be more RPG. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess in that way I'm disappointed, but that's not their fault. I, I mean, that's just my fault for whatever I built, whatever I made it in my head before I played it. Um, and and the role playing game, set, you know, the RPG parts are you can you can barely even call. It. I mean, there's really just one town. Um, the way the game works is there's one town. You start out in the town, and the town's been destroyed, and these people are asking for money to rebuild houses. Uh, you go out into the first world, which is like an overworld map, like a Super Mario, uh, and you pick the stage. When you go into a stage, you do about like 10 to 15 breakout style levels all in a row. You earn money and stuff like that in there. Um, and then what you do is, once you finish that and fight the boss, you can move on to the next stage, or you can go back to the town and do optional. You know, all, the, the town is completely completely optional at this point. You don't have to do the role playing parts if you don't want to. Um, and then you can go back there and start rebuilding houses and stuff like that with the money you've earned. Uh, I rebuilt a couple houses, and you know they give you a nice, they give you a little reward when you give them the money. And then when you go back and you go to the house, it's just they're just in the house. There's no like, it doesn't open up some kind of optional thing for you to do. Even like, you know, it doesn't even give you like maybe an extra breakout stage to play or something. Um, so in that way, I was a little disappointed. Uh, yeah, like you said, it's, I, I think maybe I would have preferred if the stages were broken down even further, because I think the way the game works is you can't save in the middle of that, like, ten chunks of stages. You can't just save at stage five and come back to it. You, I think, pretty certain you're booted back to the beginning. Uh, I'm not sure about right? that, because I did, no? I did exit out, and when I started it up again, like, the next time and said resume game, I was in stage, like, two, two dash five. Already, huh. but I still had you know however many lives I had when okay. I quit. It's not like it's not like I I reset at that point. It was just where I was when I left off. All right, I should have double checked it because I think the one night, if I remember right, the one night I was going to quit and I think it said something about not saving my progress at, at that point or something, and I was kind of afraid, so I didn't do it, and then I completed you know that world. I made it to the end of the fourth world. I, I believe there's five worlds, so I, I made it far. I, I feel like I've seen pretty much everything. Uh, there is to see. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of wish, you know, like I said, the breakout stages, you'll have to do maybe a chunk of, you know, 10 or 15 in a row. And that's kind of a lot, I think, for this kind of game. Yeah, I agree. That's kind of how I feel and maybe, as well. Yeah, and maybe, you know, maybe 10 worlds at five stages apiece or something. Just uh, something to break it up a little bit, you know. Um, because I found myself, there's a couple stages, especially towards the end when it gets a lot harder, there was one where I, I swear to God I stared at the goddamn orb bounce around. <laughs> it bounced around on top of the screen for like five minutes until it finally went so fast that it came back down. But I mean, I was just staring at this thing. There was nothing I could do because what you can do in these situations is you have magic. And one of the abilities you have with the magic is it kind of has like this wind effect where it'll push the ball in a certain direction you know, it needs to go. But... Did you guys? Was there a way to make the wind go left or right? To how yeah. you wanted, it, or was it random? There, <clears throat> no, no, no there, was, there was there was two different there was two different versions to every spell. There was the there was the version of like fire because you had two spells. You had fire and wind, 
And fire okay. would shoot a bolt straight up yeah. automatically. But if you hit fire at the moment that the ball collided with your paddle... Well, then you get the, the big meteor ball. Yeah, then you would get the meteor ball and it would blast, <clears throat> blast through all the box. Yeah. The wind would actually push the push the ball where you wanted it to go. But if you hit the wind button at the moment that the ball connected with your paddle, you were able to control exactly where the ball would go because then it would create these wings right. on the ball and make it kind of like uh, like the... the what, you, what was it called? The snitch from Yeah, it looks like Harry the Potter. snitch from Harry Potter. Yeah, and and so you could like move it around that way. So then you could put the ball where you right. But I, I was talking about like when it was stuck up there. You oh, know, maybe I need to push it to the right with the wind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the wind would shoot it right, and sometimes it would shoot it left. Um, you know when you can't get to the ball, when you want it to go somewhere, and I I couldn't figure out if there was a way to control it. It seemed kind of random as to which way. You're probably making blown. the problem worse by blowing on it. You're probably pushing it back. No, in the cycle. <laughs> well, I did blow it back in. I know. Well, I mean, at the time where I was staring at it, I, I had no wind. I was, I was just staring mm. at it. But yeah, there were times where like, I just wanted to give it that little nudge to get out, and then it would, the wind would push it the other way. I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, like, no, I don't want to go that way. It made me think of. Did you ever? Did you guys ever play Shatter? Yeah. Shatter is awesome. I freaking love that game. Uh, you know, that has, like, a push and pull, but it has, like, different buttons to push and pull, you know? Like, I felt like that, maybe that magic needed a, another button so that you could go left or right with it. I don't just a thought. I don't, I don't, unless I'm missing, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's, like, a, I'm not hitting a certain combination right. Uh, yeah. So, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I, I, mentioning the magic and all that stuff. I I did really like the fact that they put all that stuff in the breakout levels. I liked that there were like the hidden, the doors and stuff. And if you had a key, you would unlock it and it would take you to either like a bonus stage or, or like a, like a Zelda esque kind of a merchant who would have three things you could buy depending on how much coin you had. Um, I, I liked all that stuff. I liked the fact that they had monsters, uh, in the levels that you had mm-hmm. to fight, and I thought that was all really cool, um, and a, and a nice twist on it. I just, but like you described the scenario, I had that happen a lot where maybe I didn't have any more uh, mana left to to use my spells, and the ball was just kind of it was like just trying to get it to hit like one block. To, yeah, all the monsters were dead, everything was gone. There was like one block left, and I'm just you know I. And I, I understand there's a certain technique to the way you hit the ball to spin it and make it right. go where you want, but at the same time, that's just after a while, like after a cu- that happening a few times uh, on different levels, I, I just kind of became a bit of a drag. I thought, yeah, if the ball, I don't know if you guys knew this, but if the ball bounces around enough, it'll it'll actually replenish some of your really, mana. yeah, if if like you it, it, it glows. Yeah, it gets to like a point of critical mass almost. <laughs> right, I didn't I, I didn't pick up on that happening, so that's my bad. The only thing that happens with that, Randy, is uh, I don't know if you noticed. Sometimes, even when it's glowing and it's yeah. like maybe it's stuck, yeah. If it hits a couple times before it gets to you, that glow goes away. Oh, does it? And it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't give and you any you, mana. And then, yeah, and then you don't get the glow because it already bounced the glow off. Ah. Yeah. Hmm, so. How about that? Yeah. So even that's kind of limited. Uh, you know, it was. It's funny you brought up the. Uh, you know, going to the merchants and stuff. When I what I was thinking would maybe, you know, this is just me thinking or whatever. Um. Maybe like if you know, since it's made up of like ten rooms or fifteen rooms or whatever, maybe maybe they could have been more of like a map and you could kind of explore them. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something that would have made it more interesting, other than just sitting through, 
you know, I'm yeah, that that's a neat idea. Yeah, like if you got to the door, like the goal is you can defeat all. Yeah, the or maybe there's the like room, a, maybe you, you just, just need to, the to door, hit the switch, then... you know. And if you want to clear all the blocks and get more points, you could do that, or you could move on to the next room. You know, something to change up the pacing and make it more like a map like like Zelda, you know. But you know, that's just me think. You know, yeah, that's an that's an interesting idea. So, um, yeah, I I mean so. I guess what I, I guess what I'm saying I, I didn't love it. Uh, I thought it was um, it's a well-made game, and I think these guys are super talented. I mean, I and I love like I said, I love Ninja Senki, and I think everybody should go play that. Um, but uh, yeah, I wasn't like blown away. But it, it's a cool little game, and for three dollars, you know, it's not like uh, it's not like when you you, you know you buy it, you're just like oh, I wasted all my money. You know, it's not like. If you don't like, you don't like it. You like it. You got a cool game for three dollars, you know. So, yeah, it's not like a game where you like freak out about the ending and send the developers like a thousand no, cupcakes not, or yeah. something. They, they, these guys will be cupcake free. Well, maybe maybe I'd send them cupcakes just to be nice. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be like, you know what, for three dollars, you guys made a really good game, and I feel like you guys should have some pastries yeah, in your office yeah, today. Maybe I would do that. <laughs> I hope I anger somebody so, so much someday that they send me cupcakes. I know, wouldn't that be awesome? I like cupcakes. <laughs> I um, <clears throat> but but about Wizard, I I liked it. I I um, I think I liked it probably a little bit more than you guys. I but there there were parts of the game that I that I didn't like. Um, right from the start, I I was worried that the game was going to be crazy JRPG heavy, and I wasn't quite in the mood for a JRPG when we started playing it. So I was like, ah, oh, great, here we go. So you were really, happy to you find were out that it was. What's that? So you were relieved. Yeah, I was. I was really relieved when I found out that it was more of a more of a breakout game and less of a JRPG. Because I was, I whenever I enter yeah. any of those towns, Very and cool. when I'm not in a mood for a JRPG, it's like <laughs> I look at all the NPCs and I'm like, God, the game probably wants me to hmm. talk to all these people. <laughs> right. I don't want to talk to any of them. I just right. want to play and the you game. Don't, yeah, and you don't have to talk to them. Right, and you don't have to talk to them. You, I mean, you can talk to them, and they all basically hmm. just beg you. They're like, Hey, could you help me build my house for two hundred dollars? And you're like, Sure, why not? If I have right. the $200. But um, when I first started the game up, I kind of had my butt handed to me because I was controlling it with the keyboard. and um, Because that's what the game was telling you to control. Yeah, I, didn't I did it with realize that you did, Yeah. I didn't realize that I had to use my – or I shouldn't say had to, but mm -hmm. I could use my mouse. And mm -hmm. probably after getting my butt handed to me like the first three times on World 1-1 one, one, or however you want to call it. After having my butt kind of handed to me there, I I think out of frustration I moved my mouse and I was like, oh my god, that moved the that moved the thing, and uh, that that was like kind of a game changer for me. Yeah. Um. And from there, I was I found myself having a really good time with it. I I like the first world. It definitely it definitely offers a challenge right out of the gates, even if even if you are using the mouse right right away. Yeah. Um, I think I ended up having to do that first world probably three maybe four times before i really got through it because I've, wow. I've always stunk at breakout games yeah, i'm not that great at it myself either yeah yeah i mean but I, I, I was i was surprised at how much of a challenge it threw at me right from the start and instead of i was expecting the whole first world to be just like the standard breakout format where there would just be like a ton of blocks to break up top all you got to do is volley the thing back and forth but but it made you actually work a little bit harder to get some of the broken blocks which i, I thought that was good you know Mm -hmm. new challenge right from the start the um the bonus rooms and the and the vendor rooms were kind of a neat touch i i found 
certain power-ups I liked. That I found other power-ups that I, I, I found I didn't want to have at all. Like the the larger paddle I actually found to be kind of a, a nuisance. And there was another another pa- uh, power-up that kind of bugged me. The oh, one the where it sticks? Ball. Yeah, the sticky ball was tough. Yeah, sticky ball. I thought I, The first time I, I got it, I was like, oh, this is going to make it so much easier. But it slowed down the pace of my game. I, I preferred the the chaos of like the ball just going crazy and the, and the yeah. challenge that came with it than being able to catch it. Um, there were some there were some neat power ups though. Like if you if you built the if you built the mayor's home, you could buy a power up that put a wall behind you. Yeah, so, I had the behind. So that, yeah, yeah. So if like you missed the ball, it would still bounce back up it at it, and I think it could hold about three hits or something like that. And that, and if, whenever I could find it, I would always, always, always buy the three ball thing. Yeah. Just because yeah. I just loved the chaos that it created. Yeah, the three but, ball is um, cool. Yeah. The music was great. I thought the animations were, were perfect for what they were going for. Um, so you loved I, the music? I, you the really music liked... I thought was really good all the way up until the... I think the fourth level was a little bit of a miss for me, and... Yeah, the fourth level was a little bit of a miss for me. I think I liked the the final level, but did I you the finish the game? Was really good. Yeah, did... I did. Oh, you I beat did. the game? Mm-hmm. Wow, look at you. Yeah, yeah. look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is cool, um, man. The 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 first level, I I, I really liked it, but I was like, holy cow, this is really reminiscent of of uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past dungeons, or I guess just of any Zelda dungeon music. Really, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't digging the music. No. Was not, in fact, on the the last time I played it, um, I muted the music and I turned on like some NES radio station so that I would still have. So you'd still have like music, semi-inspired music for the, <laughs> the experience. Yeah. I don't. I mean, you know what? It wasn't so much that the music was like bad, but I felt like it didn't really match the action and when things got slow and the music's kind of slow and i just like for me it kind of created like a okay i'm getting a little bored i mean i don't know it's just me the only thing the only thing that i would have probably that would have added to to my enjoyment level for the music was if it did like a tetris style action like when the ball would be going faster i thought it'd be kind of cool if the music picked up as well yeah 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 um but I mean that's that's really it about that. Uh, let me see. I you know I kind of agree with you guys though about the uh, about the length of the stages. I thought that was a little bit of a, a little bit much when I, I I felt like I was going through almost a marathon because I was I was, yeah. I was going through this endurance test of trying to not blow all my money on extra lives just to make it to the end of the level to go back to town and spend two hundred dollars to rebuild somebody's home. Because I stunk. I had to buy a ton of extra lives at first. Yeah, I was more interested in buying the lives once I found out what was going on with the homes. I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know? I was like, I'd rather have the lives. Uh, I rebuilt the whole town. And, wow, uh, some, you did yeah, everything. Some of the people, yeah, yeah. Does anything people, special happen when you rebuild the entire town? Um, not really. They just give you more keys and everything like that. Okay. Yeah, they give you more keys and, and little power-ups and everything like that, but... I was kind of hoping I would go home to a parade or something like that. Right, right. Um, but you know, yeah, I guess that's really about it. I, I, I liked it. I wish there was a little bit more enemy variation. Um, and I wish that. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess that's really about it. I wish there was a little bit more enemy variation. I, I really enjoyed the power-ups. I, uh, I liked the fact uh, that it, it it nailed the 16-bit motif like perfectly. Yeah, it looks great. Um, 
yeah, it looks great. But uh, yeah, I guess that would be my 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 big beef with the game was was the levels did feel like a little bit of an endurance test. When this game, for the most part, feels like it's designed for a nice pick up and play and then put back right. down kind of experience, but that that endurance test kind of level mentality is is a bit counter to, the, to that that uh, mindset. Yeah. I would have loved to have been able to play it with um, one of those classic knob controllers for like for the old Atari. The paddles? Yeah, like what you'd use for like Kaboom or something. <laughs> yeah, I would have I... loved to. Really? Did did your paddles actually work on your Atari? Because mine did not. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I sucked at Kaboom, but my brother was like a Kaboom champion with that thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Yeah, we our paddles were terrible. Kaboom, Circus Atari, forget it, man. It was it was. You're better <laughs> off just praying that it, that you were gonna hit the ball or catch the guy before he hits the ground. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to try tried it with one of those, but you know, whatever. But yeah, the mouse the mouse did good. I, I couldn't imagine playing it uh, on Xbox with the Xbox. I should have tried it just to see. I did for a while. Yeah, it was not great. No. <laughs> no. I was I was kind of not really digging it at all and then i i think I, phil and i talked one day and and he mentioned that he had been using the mouse and then i switched to that and it was like night and day i'll bet yeah it, it was just i mean maybe i should have turned the sensitivity up a bit but it just was kind of sluggish i guess would be the way to best way to describe the uh the way it felt playing it with the controller yeah the thumbstick the thumbstick just didn't translate well that's, to that kind of going back and forth on a on a linear path that's kind of how i was feeling about the the keyboard mm -hmm. too because that's the standard setting for the game and that's the like on-screen commands to, to help you out are, are like on keyboard commands and i'm like oh my gosh is there i kept digging through the menus i'm like is there any way for me to jack up the, the sensitivity on this thing and and i, I couldn't find um, it yeah yeah so yeah but once i once i switched to the mouse it, it yeah it made total sense that that was the way it should be played yeah but for for my say though um for three bucks i'd give it a worth buying i think it's solidly built you, you definitely get three dollars worth of entertainment out of it yeah i would agree with that i would agree with that even and any gripes i had about it i mean yeah i definitely think it's well worth that amount of money yeah uh I, I would just say, like the, just like you were saying though don't go into it expecting that it's going to be more jrpg and less breakout know that right. it's going to be Breakout with some JRPG elements. Yeah, yeah, definitely just straight up Breakout, really. Which is which is fine. I mean, it's fine. It's just not not what I expected. Um, right, and yeah, and like you said, we can't really blame them for that. You know that we expected something else. Uh, it's just for for me, it was just uh, that's what it looked like when I saw the screenshots for it and stuff, and what I knew of it, so that's just what I assumed, and that, you know, that was my, my fault. I gotta admit, learning about the, the history of them, I didn't, I didn't know that, Phil, that they're, they're planning on doing a yearly release. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of psyched to find out what they do next year. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I supposedly, I, I read on the, on his blog, um, it's gonna be more action-oriented than, than this one was, so. Sweet. Yeah. That, I would, you know, maybe we should reserve that for Game Club. <laughs> I think we should. I, I think you know. we definitely should. I'll tell you what, if you give me the link for that, I'll throw it up um, in the comments or for people to check it out on their own for on the YouTube channel. For his blog? Yeah. Well, he doesn't have anything for the game. He just hints that it's going to be more action-oriented. No, but, I mean, his no, blog's I mean, awesome, though. For his, his blog. blog. I can yeah, throw it up on the YouTube page. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. His blog's awesome. Because uh, he's got, um, it's, it's Jonathan's blog, and he has... 
a lot of stuff, like a lot of insight uh, into like the games that he's worked on. Like uh, I'll bring up Ninja Senki again. He had like the tile set for it and talked about you know all the tiles that he used and so and so forth. It's just cool stuff. He's got a lot of cool thoughts up there for, on game design. Nice. Yeah. Um, do we wish to move on to community feedback, or is there anything else we would like to touch on? No, I think that's it. I think we're we're good to to do the uh, feedback. Um, I can go ahead and take that. Um, first off, we got a comment from Redshift912 uh, on YouTube, uh, and he said that Wizorb is awesome. Hopefully, they can come out with a second one or add more levels because I already beat it a few times. So mm-hmm. that's good. I mean, hey, played it through it a few times and. <laughs> You definitely got his three dollars worth. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then uh, we got one from the Greg Man. Uh, he uh, submitted this via uh, uh, Shamoozles, uh, and he said, uh, "I only kept playing this game so I could give it a decent review. What really kept me going was the link to the past feel the game had to its music and art design. Uh, the difficulty level change from World Four to Five is ridiculous. Some of the design in World Five was frustratingly counterproductive." Gems that needed to become the same color before they disappear were put in poorly chosen places, and the skeletons were quite glitchy when they chose what to block, which was almost everything they'd block, (laughs) even from behind. If I could go back in time, I would stop at the end of World 3 and pat myself on the back because that was the last time I had any fun. Will I ever touch this game again? (laughs) No. Did I have fun? Yes, up until World 3. The game felt like a chore afterwards. So those are the words of the Greg man. Now I will say he did follow up with it a few days later. So he must have wrote this after he was defeated and furious. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> and then he kind of said like uh, he, he did enjoy the game more than more than he made it sound when he when he wrote that. So he I think he was just mad when he wrote that. <laughs> don't don't post your reviews when you're angry, guys. Just, uh, let, Cool your heels for a day or two and then come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> game kicked my ass. I hate that yeah, game. Yeah, I, I think he was he was raging a little bit on that one. <laughs> he, yeah, there he, was. There, I thought the levels they were hard, and then I thought there was like some pretty cool little secrets and stuff that that were involved in it. So it's if you put the time to it, you'll I think you'll get something good back out of it. But if it's not what you're expecting. Like you were guys saying, then you might be a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and then finally, we got one from Phantom Spiker. He said uh, that he actually likes block-breaking games, but he thought that Wizorb was really boring. So, okay. <laughs> hmm. I, I want to know, like, because I say it's kind of, I, I mean, I kind of agree to a, to, to um, an extent that, I like, I got bored sometimes, but that's just me and these types of games, like, Shatter is the only one that really, I really um, loved like completely all the way through. And the awesome music probably had something to do with that. But, uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, what you know, what what block breaking games did he play that weren't weren't boring? Like I'm curious. Yeah, I felt as if, as far as a block breaking game goes, this is a pretty good one. Um, right. But uh, that I don't know. I mean, there's a couple others out there, but I mean, I can't. I played a weird one before on Wii. It's called um, Fling Smash, and you don't actually control the paddle, but like the remote is kind of like um, it uses Motion Plus, so you kind of you 
swing it to hit the ball back when it meets what the pat- paddle would be, and you're breaking blocks that way. And But that game is more laid out like the stages are almost like typical 2D stages where you're being constantly forced through it. But you're breaking the blocks as you go along, and it's kind of more of like a score base. Like you know, what can how what kind of things can you break on your way through? Um, I thought that was kind of a neat game. You know, it wasn't amazing or anything, but that's the only other like recent block breaking game I can think of. But yeah, there's a couple. Well, and uh, no, good. No, I was just gonna say. I mean, there's a couple old ones. I mean, I'm there's like there's a few I think on on Genesis. Um. Couple like that's obscure, going back far, though, yeah. Man. I know that's Genesis. what I mean, right? That's what I mean. A couple like obscure arcade ones, and there's nothing like I can't think of anything recent, yeah. Like within even the past five years, besides Shatter, and Shatter was pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, that game's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, so I, I wish I I wish I asked him, you know, what he would have considered a, a fun block breaking game. Just maybe there's, curious. maybe there's a whole subset of, of like you know geeks that follow nothing but block breaking games that are so obscure <laughs> that we've never heard of them. Yeah, hey, we, we don't I, know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, man. I wouldn't be there surprised. You. Every year when we go to Magfest and there's like those Nest Homebrewers there, I'm like, really? And they're like, oh yeah, there's tons of us. Yeah, <laughs> tons of you guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm fascinated I, by this. So there's tons of block breaking games, I guess. Could be, man. Could be. I mean, there's one on Game Boy. There's like a Kirby Block one, but I'm talking black and white Game Boy. I mean, I can't think of anything too recent. But yeah, but for a block breaking game, I mean, I think it's it you know it's a good block breaking game. Mm-hmm. And uh, also wanted to point out, you know, as we wrap up the community stuff, um, that uh, the developers actually got in touch with us when they found out we were doing an episode on on Wizorb, and they provided us with some copies of the game. Uh, to give out to the audience so if you that was really awesome awesome of them and uh, we appreciate that if you were one of the people that were uh, one of the lucky recipients we hope you uh, play the game and enjoyed it and uh, definitely recommend it to people and get the word out because it's it's a cool game deserves deserves exposure and and gamersgate as well also uh, provided us with some copies to to give away so uh, even better thanks to both of them yes yeah big thank you to those guys yeah much appreciated um, I guess that about does it for this episode of uh, the Game Club. I think no, it doesn't. It doesn't. We need to announce what we're playing next. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that was going to be part of it. That was going to be the wrap up. Part <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm going oh, okay. to stop taking over <laughs> your job. Oh no, no, no. That's all right. It's okay. I'm just going by. <laughs> we we got the show notes here, and I go bullet by bullet. So <laughs> we're it's time to wrap up the Wizorb talk and start talking about the next game we're going to be playing, uh, which is Offspring Fling. Uh, anyone want to go ahead and give us a little, just a preview of what that's all is all about? Uh, I've the preview is that it looks like a kind of cool game. <laughs> um, it looks like a two D. Uh, you know, we we throw this one around a lot on Game Club, a puzzle platformer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Super Mario World. It looks like Super Mario Brothers Two mixed with Yoshi's Island. Yeah, and it. Yeah, it does have like a Yoshi's Island vibe. Like, um, I guess the point of the game is you are protecting your offspring, but to protect them, you're like throwing them around. Hence the fling. And it looks like you kind of throw them like the eggs in Yoshi, and they, you know, bounce off walls and stuff like that. That's the best way to protect your baby by bashing him or her off of your enemy's faces. Yeah. Now the thing is, uh, this game actually is not out yet. Um, it comes out tomorrow, the 30th. We're recording this right now on the 29th. Um, and you, it's available on offspringfling.com. 
Uh, I'm not sure what the price is going to be. I know it's going to be less than $10. I don't know like if it's a Steam, if it's on Steam or what. I think you might just be like available on the guy's site. Um, I know it's got like over 100 levels and stuff like that. So uh, it looks pretty <laughs> cool. And yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing next yeah. time. By the time you listen to this, it'll be out basically, it'll be out. And, and we'll be sure in whatever show notes for or YouTube or on on eldergeek.com to to have links and, and information. Indeed, indeed, it's, yes. They're 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 billing it as a super pretendo game. <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead uh, uh, and be sure to check us out on eldergeek.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch TV, all those great places. We love reviews. We love listeners. If you are subscribing to this podcast through iTunes or Zune, we would certainly appreciate it if you could give us a little feedback, a, a review, or, or give us some stars or whatever you like to do. Uh, that would help us out in terms of getting uh, the word out about the podcast and getting more people listening and participating. Uh, that's a that's all of my spiel. That's all I got. And and more and more most importantly, yes. people just playing great games that maybe they never heard of. You know. <laughs> yeah, that that's our goal. Really, is just to to you know get some exposure to some games and talk about games that uh, you know aren't necessarily uh, getting talked about on other podcasts because they're they're smaller indie indie titles or or games that people have long forgotten about because they came out. Many yep. years ago. That's why we do it for the love. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go retro again soon, and we have we have next times lined up the itch, as well. Dude? Is that why? Are you are you getting the itch to go retro? Yeah, we've done a lot of indie. We got to go retro again soon. So uh, <laughs> we got next one's not retro, but maybe maybe after that we can think of something. But actually, good. Steve, actually Steve, there's a retro yeah. one you want to do, so maybe we'll do that. Yeah, we will see. We will see. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, we appreciate your support, and uh, we will see you next time. For myself, Steve, Phil, and Randy, we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Yeah, make sure you play off Spring Flank. Leave those comments. <laughs> <laughs> Phil will turn this car right around, and no one will have a vacation. There will no. be no game club for anybody. There <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I just killed the ending. I'm sorry. <laughs>